Namaste, greeting, welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, I like to pay respect to the Triple Gems. I like to pay respect to the Buddha. I like to pay respect to the Dharma. And I like to pay respect to the Sangha. Hello everyone. Today I like to continue on with the talk regarding our mind again, regarding our life, because our mind is our life. Right? The mind is what making our life situations. So as in last episode, I talked how our mind uh, begins, how, how it began, and how it developed uh, from inception into babyhood and infanthood and from and on from there. So let's look at it further. We all go through lives, um, going through many different experiences in our lives, right? So our lives up until this moment in time, whether you are in your 20, 30s, 40s, or 50s, or, and so on and so forth, we all have different episodes in our lives. Some are more fortunate than others. I admitted that. That is a fact. But regardless of whoever you are, lives always take every one of us through ups and down. For some of us, for some people who are fortunate, the downward slope, the downward episode is not too deep. But, and, but for some of us, the down episode is pretty pretty significant. But regardless of what it is, we all have episodes in our lives. From one episode to the next, those are the experiences that we all have. So we can almost sort of divide our lives episodes into probably four or five uh, segments of lives, depending on how old you are. Okay, but let's, let's take the whole life of a person, right? And we can sort of divide them up into let's say, four, 
four big segments of lives from birth until probably um, high school age, 18 years of 18 years of age. Okay, during that time, we can call that as uh, as the first segment or the first episode, the the big episode of our lives, the the part of our life that we. Uh, go to school from elementary to middle to high school. Okay, the 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 period that we are developing and our basic knowledge um, about different you know uh, basic skills that we need to perform. So. And so that's the first section of our life. And that first section or the first part of our life for for most of people um, is probably the the episode that is uh, less challenging. That is not as challenging as the coming, the upcoming episode of life. Unless, unfortunately, yes, understand if there, if you happen to went through wars, like what is going on right now in Ukraine, it's very unfortunate for children. And this is a, a a big low in their lives because they are experiencing a very significant hardship. Okay. But for lives of others who do not have do not go through war or famine or famine or anything that is of disasters the first part of our lives, although nothing is all rosy, but we can consider that as a part that is, although to teenagers think it's challenging, but it's, if you grow older, you can see that that part is probably the easiest part of our lives because during that time up until the age of 18 we are all under the supervision we are all under the guidance of our parents or step parents and we are we are provided by the we are provided with our most of the necessity that we need to live, you know, the food, the, the clothing, the shelter, all provided to us. Okay, so during that stage of our lives, we did not have to think too much about making a living because our living 
is provided to us. So that's the first stage. Now the next episode of our life is from there, from 18 on. Now for a lot of people, either go, they go on to college or universities, or some people go to work to technical college or just they go straight to into the workforce. So from 18 on until probably let's say around 30ish, early 30s, that is a challenging part of life. That is the part of life that we look for direction that is the part of life that we try to build uh, our image that we try to build uh, a new family and we try to to make something out of what we call our life right so during this part of life from 18 until around 30-ish, in, in you know, the, the early 30s, around there, that's when you, you, know, you either go to college or you finish, and then after that you finish college or universities, and you go on to, into the workforce, and you meet challenging uh, things, right, that you, and that you never encounter and at the same time you try to build some kind of relationship you try to have to build a family you try to you know to nurture a family right it's it's a beginning of a if of a of a something new to to uh, to most of us so and that is a time that of of very of, of a very intense and uh, and challenging and uh, you know um, all very it's a very hype um, episode you know and that is also the 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 age range that many people. Um, that have a lot of uh, a lot of pride in them in themselves, because at that during during that age range in that age range, they feel that um, the world is their oyster in a way, right? That uh, they're gonna conquer the world, you know. You know they have big dreams, you know very big dreams for themselves or for the family that they, they are starting. So that's the episode and during that time of course they are they, they, they encounter many things in either work life or or family life, the young family life, okay, or their relationship life. So they are, they have a lot to handle at this, 
you know, at at the same time, and it's 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 something new. It, it's it's exciting and but it's also uh, challenging and difficult at times for many many people. Right. So that would be the the second part, the second section segment of our life. Okay. So now it's sort of like uh the horse is out of the gate, right? Now it's running. Now the horse is running. Okay. Yeah. And after that from the mid thirty on, I'm gonna say we it as people enter their third stage of life. The third stage of life is somewhere around the mid thirties and onward until probably I'm gonna say the mid fifty. Okay. And from the mid thirties to the mid fifties, now at the at the at the beginning of this stage, stage three, people now have quite a bit of experience with life and start to uh to to uh, to recognize that there's a lot of challenges. Okay. So, this stage of life, at from the mid thirty on until the, until the mid fifties, or probably to the late six late fifty or so. I I would say probably could it can be go to the to the late fifty, okay or sixty. During this stage. There are people doing a lot of uh, a lot of praying. Okay, it's time that uh, pe- now now people are turning uh, toward towards something that uh, they can sort of rely on because life is not easy for a lot of people. So because of that, now. They start to say they they now, this this third stage, people are get feeling the burn, okay, people are beginning to feel the burn, to start to feel the tired of of all the things that score uh, that goes on in life, so they start to ask questions, okay. And start to look for the meaning of of life. Okay, you say how why why is this thing like this? What's going on? Why is my life go isn't my life going the way I want it to? Right? There's you know, all I mean things like that. I mean there are people who have good life and you know and they are fortunate and that. They happen to uh, start out with the right, with the with the right mindset, with the right attitude toward life, to the toward life. So they sort of like 
navigate through life uh, uh, more more fortunate than others right but there but for a lot of people at the at the third stage of their life they they do a lot of praying okay because at the third stage of life they're they're now there's health involved also as the body gets uh, older then the body needs some uh, you know tune up and all that so their uh, sickness and things like that and also there are people who now go through uh, break up unfortunately and go to second or even third marriage okay as they can keep looking so there are a lot of praying going on in in, in this stage of life okay praying looking for direction all right so you can feel you can see the the pain of uh, a lot of people going through that and then, after the late 50, or I'm going to say, okay, so, so let's say from 60 on, okay, the age before retirement, that I'm going to, because most people say retirement is 65 or 67 or whatever, but from 60 on until the end, that would be the fourth stage of life, Okay. So a lot of people at the fourth stage of life, there are still people who are still caught in the in the challenging moment and all, but they start to feel the the downward slope, okay, and they turn spiritually, um, because they know at the, it's, it's the they are approaching the the final stage and they are sensing the that the they are on the returning stage of their life journey okay the stage that they going back to whatever they believe in and they believe in God so that's the stage that they say is the final stage at that that stage that they are getting ready or prepare to return right to return to to God or to return to whatever it depends on their belief and their faith so that would be the final stage or the or for people who have who like to have an optimistic uh, view of life they call it the golden age, right? So there, there we have it, the four stage, the four big episodes of our lives. So as you can see, at each and every single stage of our lives, there's ups and downs in all of those stage right we meet we have happiness we have argument we have anger all throughout okay 
especially when you are when you are at the early age and at the uh, the late stage the late age of stage one when you are strong when you're physically fit and you're in a stage two when you're at your prime physical uh you know strength that is a stage that a lot of, a lot of time that people run into issue because at that stage with with the strength with the with the 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 the, the healthy uh with the healthy body people tend to think at that stage that uh life is almost eternity that life doesn't end it's like they have they they cannot they, the death is like so far away for them it doesn't even occur to them that you know there's such a thing as death because at that prime age of life it's the it's the time that they build the dream okay so but as they struggle through that prime time they have no clue what's going on right so they struggle and they work hard and all that and through that all the hardship and all it's not that i'm saying that don't work hard but you but you work hard with the right mindset and that is nice it's beautiful but unfortunately for most of the people they don't understand that so there is a lot of issue going on at the same time during that uh, second stage of life <laughs> right so as we all go through this different episode different ups and down okay i know some of you the listeners you are still young some of you are still only in your maybe um you know 20s and 30s so you so you're not at the end stage yet but you know you are going through some stuff okay so yeah now when you look through all of that okay through all of these different ups and down and if you picture that with all the people around in the world not just you you can see the 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 wave if you look at the wave of the ocean the wave that goes up and down right it's it's just like that for the for humanity there's wave or the 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 upward movement of us in our life when we experience the up the upward movement and there's wave that's going down when we experience the downward movement in our lives and we keep going up and down up and down okay from stage to stage 
from stage to stage. And we have no clue where we're going. We just know that, okay, that's all we need to do. Right? We just need to, to live it, just try to, uh, to earn, to make a lot of money to, in order to be happy. Right? Because um, that's what we know. Uh, to make a lot of money in order to have a happy life. Okay? So, we all go to big university if we can to earn that uh, diploma from Ivy League school, from big name school. Okay? Because that's what we think bring us success in our life. Okay? Because we think with that big certificate, that is the ultimate happiness that we're gonna have in, the, in our life. Right? But as we all know, that's not it. Right? Yes, the certificate can let us make a good living make a lot of money okay that is true but as we found out that certificate just cannot bring us true happiness that we want right it can only bring us the material stuff that's for sure okay we go make money, we go to buy stuff, bring us material stuff to, uh, to, to fulfill our necessity, our necessity, our needs. But that's not what makes us truly happy. It can only provide us temporary satisfaction. Right. Let's say you go to on a vacation, okay, a couple of weeks. You probably have fun for a couple of weeks to release stress. When you buy a house, okay, you're happy for a moment. But a house, as you all know, is not a home, right? A happy home is different than a house. So it's the content. It's not, it's not the box. So, now as we go through this, we start to realize that we are missing something in, in, in our life because we work hard, we try so hard to make life happy, to provide, to, to make our family happy and things like that. But yet, we keep having problem. We keep running into issue, conflicts, argument, and all that. Right? Why is it? Why is it like that? <laughs> now you can see that the material stuff cannot help you. Cannot help you. With all the money that you earn. Okay, with all the title that with all the title that you have, doesn't matter what title you have. 
Doesn't matter what degree you have. Doesn't matter what kind of material you have. Those things cannot help your feeling. What I mean is this: it can give you a a short term satisfaction, right? So let's say you have money and you go to buy a smartphone, right? An iPhone. Or or whatnot, something that you know, uh, uh, or a game cube, or whatever that makes you happy, yeah. Okay, but now when you have issue in your life, when you have problem, you have some kind of argument or fight or whatever feeling. Can those materials come to help you? Materials are just materials; they're just objects outside of you, right? But when you have a fight with your spouse, the iPhone or the whatever can't do nothing. The big mansion that you have, or the the five cars that you park in the garage, cannot help you when you have. A a broken relationship. You see. Your, your material stuff, can do nothing to help you. When you have issue in your life. When you have a broken heart. You can go out and drink. To forget about your issue for a while, but, when. The alcohol effect is gone. There you are, back to the same. You again. Going through that emotion. You see. So. Now, you understand that hey, with all of this stuff that I have, doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter how many millions you have. All those things cannot help me when I have issue within me. You follow me. The issue that we all have inside of us, that is where no materials can help. You can. If you're rich, yeah, you can run onto your yacht, onto your boat. You cannot run away from your anger, though. Whatever you feel inside of you, stay with you. You can try to use whatever addiction, addictive substance to forget about, quote unquote, life for a while. But when the addiction substance where Wears off, you are back to the same old you. Issue arise again within you. You cannot run away from it. You see. So now you know. Now you can see that all of this, this material stuff, all the money that you earn, and all that, cannot help with your life issue. 
So this is the important point that most of the people overlook and do not understand about their own life, about their own mind, about their own emotion. You see? Because when they are mad, when they are upset, when they are sad, when they are angry, when they feel jealous, when they feel the animosity, or when they are holding the grudge or whatever, it's all inside. Nothing can help. It's all inside. Okay? And you know that. It's all inside you. And that's why you, some of you go through breakup. Go through heartache. Because it happened inside. It seems like nobody can understand, but actually everybody go through the same thing. All those things happen inside. And it hurts inside. Right? When you have the love, when you feel the love, the love, the warmth that we call the we have the the the, the feeling of love and for and and comfort and warmth, it feels inside your heart, right? And so the same goes to when you have issue where you feel it inside. You see? And where is that? The feeling is inside, is in our heart. Now, what school teach you about how how to how to handle this? Is there any school out there that teach you how to handle your heart, how to handle your emotion? There is no school out there. None whatsoever. The school out there that teach you is about academic about skills to earn living. But no school teach you about your heart. There's no school that teach you about your mind. There's not no no other school except for Buddha's teaching. Buddha's teaching is the only school that teach you about your mind about your emotion how to understand how to handle life by understand your emotion by understand your own mind by understand who you truly are this is the only school okay that's why the buddha said he compare he compare himself to a doctor. He said, he, I am as just like a doctor, a teacher. Okay? But he teaches about the mind. And the Dharma is the medicine. Okay? What he taught is the medicine. Right? So the teacher or the Buddha is the doctor and the dharma is the medicine now it is up to all of us whether we want to take the medicine or not 
okay. The Buddha has left the formula for us, which is we call the Dharma or the medicine. Right? The teacher is gone. But even though the teacher is gone, the medicine is still here with us today. It is his teaching. Okay? It's just like any medicine in today's world right now. Uh, the, the vaccine that we have for, what, for polio or malaria, the doctors who invented those medicines, they all died a long time ago, right? But we still use that medicine because it works. So it's the same thing for Buddha's teaching. Buddha's teaching is a medicine for our mind, for us to live our life uh, to, with, to have a peaceful life, to understand the, a truly a truly happy life. okay? So it's something that every human being needs to study. See, it's, it's, it's a very, very precious medicine that everyone needs to study to understand their life so that once you understand the Dharma, then you can have a really, really peaceful, nice, truly happy life on this beautiful earth instead of fighting, instead of having war. But because people do not understand life, do not understand the mind, do not understand the emotion, do not understand who they are, they living in what the Buddha called a deluded a delusion, a mind that is living in ignorance, the mind that lives that is full of greed and anger, living with those never give you the ultimate peace never get you to understand the ultimate reality of life. That's why it's so important for us to understand what Buddha's teaching is all about. See, for most of us, when we are happy, when we are angry, when we are mad, we are sad, or whatever the feeling that we have, we always identify those feelings as who we are. You see, we always say, "I am. I'm happy. I'm sad. I'm. I'm angry, and I all that." Okay, that is the big delusion that people misunderstand. The feeling and the emotion, all of that, 
are the products of the mind. And you have to understand. And I hope you have listened to all my other previous episodes. Our emotion, our reaction, those are the products of our mind. Right? And we call those ego mind or the ego I. Why is that? Think about it. When you watch a movie or a comedy show or you listen to the music, right? Now, when something funny, somebody, you watch a comedy show and it's, it's funny, the, 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 the show is funny and you laugh, right? Or if, uh, if you, if you uh, watch a movie, a love story, and you feel all, um, you know, soft and, and romantic, okay? Or if you watch something exciting or some kind of action movie and make you feel, you, your heart feel, you know, racing, or you feel the anger, or you feel the, you, or you feel scared, and all that, right? Now, ask yourself, all of those feelings that you experience, do you create those feelings or it happened by itself? Did, do you st- say, to your, say to yourself that when I go to see this comedy show, I'm going to be laughing when they say, they say this, I'm going to be I'm going to be mad if they say this. I'm going to be not happy. If, do you tell yourself to do that ahead of time? You don't. If something happen, if something happy, you just burst out laughing. Right? You just burst out laughing. You're not doing anything. The mind reacts to it by itself. Okay? And when you're angry with somebody, say something... You are not doing the angry, okay? The mind does the reacting by itself, by being angry to somebody say something to you. See, you're not doing it. It's the mind that is doing it, okay? You listen to a song and you're happy. You sing along, right? You sing along the song. Are you you think you are happy, but actually, it's the mind reaction. See, it's a natural phenomenon. The mind like what it hears, and it reacts happily. It's all mind works, you see. The mind does all that stuff. You're not doing anything. But you are mistaking that you are doing it. You are mistaking that I am happy, I'm, 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 I'm angry, I'm all of that. Okay? Step back and think about this. You're not doing nothing. Okay? It's the reactive mind. It's the natural mind that reacts to all of these phenomena that you are experiencing 
through the five senses. You follow? The five senses bring all of these phenomena, all these experiences to you, to the mind. Okay? And the mind reacts to it. You are not doing it. It's the mind. It sounds crazy, right? Ask yourself, are you actually doing, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna be angry if they say this, I'm gonna be happy if, if they say this, I'm gonna laugh if the, if the show say this. Are you, are you doing that? Or you just, or it just happened by itself? Ask yourself. It happened by itself, right? See? Come to understand this part, okay? That there's no you in there. Those experiences, they're happening. That is happening. Okay? All of those experiences, the reaction of the mind, that's who you are. So, you are not doing anything. Those experiences, what you are experiencing right now, you are the hearing. You are not the hearer. You are the hearing. Okay? You are hearing me talking. You are the hearing. You are not the hearer. You are experiencing sound. Okay? This is what you have to sit back and contemplate on a little bit. Because this is something very, very critical to understand. Okay? Once you can grasp this concept, you can take it another step further. And then you can ask yourself, then who am I? Right? So the question gonna so the answer will reveal that you there's no you anywhere. The experience that you are experiencing right now, those experiences is you. You follow? Those experiences, all the experiences that you are having right now, that's it. That is you right there in this present moment. And that's it. There's nothing else. That is you. So you is not an independent entity anywhere. You are within yourself and also without. All those experiences that come through you, of course they're outside, but you're experiencing them inside. So you're both inside and outside at the same time. Because... You are the experiences. You are not the an experiencer. Okay? Just so all you need to do is you become aware. This is why we call uh, the people who say use the word mindfulness or becoming aware of your own thought, of your own mind. That's what it is. You become you now, if once you grasp the concept of non-self, 
that there's no I involved, there's no I anywhere doing anything, but there's only experiences happening all the time. Now you become aware of all these mental activities that goes on by itself. It's a natural phenomenon that is happening. It's a natural phenomenon that is happening. Okay? So all this happening, you can become aware of this happening. And this, you can aware when you're happy, when you laugh, you say, yes, go ahead and laugh. But you know that there's nobody that's doing the laughing. There is laughing, but there's nobody doing it. You see? You become the present moment. There's no laughter. But there is laughing. There's nobody doing the laughing, though. So, with that in mind, okay, with that in mind, you can step back and look back at the different mind faculties. You see? Now you can understand, now you can go further and say, okay, what is this? The different mind that is going on, the different mental activity. So now we go back to the mental faculties, the mind faculties that I have covered in previous episode, the different mind, the 52 mind faculties, what they are. They are wholesome mind faculties, they are unwholesome mind faculties, and they are neutral mind faculties. Okay? All of those are happening. So all the mind have all those 52 mind faculties. Once you understand, once you are aware of that, so it's, now you know, oh, the Buddha said there are 52 mind faculties. What are they? They are, they, they are wholesome and they are unwholesome. So the one that we want to keep watch on are the unwholesome faculties, mind faculties, because they are the one who create chaos in our lives, right? Such as greed, anger, hatred, jealousy, uh, you know, envy, boredom, and all that. Okay, there are 12 of them. There are 12 unwholesome mind faculties. Those you observe. So every time you go through exp- different experience in your life, these mind works all the time, right? Your mind works all the time. Your emotion rise up all the time. But now that you stop identify yourself with those emotions, you just become aware of the emotion. And when the emotion arises out of unwholesome faculties, you know, oh, this is unwholesome. You see? Unwholesome mind is arising within me. You see? After so when you see unwholesome mind arise 
and you you see why is this unwholesome mind arise you go back to the root why is it what's going on see now you become an sort of like an analyzer of your own mind you become aware of your own mind and this is how you get yourself released from the bondage of life once you understand that this is like some kind of i'm gonna say it's a life show that there's no you involved there is life but there's no you in in anywhere but there is life life goes like that ups and down and then you go and then you see the different and then now now your mind as you observe it you can see the the changing the the the, the rising and falling of your mental activities it doesn't stay the same ever one mind rise and then it falls away and then another mind rise and it falls away right nothing stay the same all those experiences rise and falls away the happiness more emotion rise and falls away the sadness emotion rise and falls away the anger emotion rise and falls away and you're not doing any there's no you in it it's the emotion it's the natural phenomenon of the mind once you can understand that you say oh so that's what the mind is my mind your mind her mind his mind all minds are doing the same thing like this an emotion arises and it falls away a mind arises and it falls away there's nothing permanent and it's doing all of this by itself all of those experiences that you are experiencing all those experiences is you you are not an experiencer you are the experience you see i hope this is something that you can grasp onto because this is important right this is buddha's teaching once you understand this if you can understand that this is you gonna have a beautiful life because you become the experience there is no more clinging because a lot of problem arise due to clinging to the self ego i i am this i am that the status okay the status of who i am you see the rigid the rigidity of it i am this i am that you holding on to it and that's the reason why you are afraid to die 
you're afraid of death because you're trying to hold on to it. When, because you don't understand, you don't know who you truly are. Because there's nothing to hold on to. Once you become, once you understand this concept that there is no doer, there is happening, there is experience that we all go through, we all experience that, but that's all there is to it. There's no one behind anything doing anything. There is no John, there is no Bob, there is no Sue, there is no, there is no dad, there is no mom. There is no wife, there is no husband, there is no son, there is no daughter. You see? And this is kind of deep, I understand. It takes a little time for you to contemplate on it. But take take it as whatever that you think you can. Contemplate on it. And see what you can come up with. But this is Buddha's teaching. Okay? So that's what I'd like to share with you all today. And this is a lot to handle. This is a lot for you to take. This is probably something new to a lot of you. So, until later date, as always, if you have any opinion, question, or anything, you can always leave me a voice message. Namaste.